Most people, when they're doing analytics, don't do a large amount of quality control, or oftentimes not even really almost any quality control, other than looking for basic things that break. I think for most people, the presumption is that if the analysis works, if there's an output, then it is probably correct. And in analytics, it's incredibly important that we do a lot of quality control. And the reason why are many. Part of it is because systems are terrible. And I mean, healthcare IT systems are overwhelmingly terrible. And I'm not trying to knock anybody in particular, but if you think about like the big four in hospitals, Epic and Cerner and Meditech and so on, they're generally not great at reporting and analysis. Um, and they oftentimes have confusing structures. So they're not necessarily designed for analytics. They're oftentimes also just designed for clinical uh, because they're originally designed as clinical systems, not financial systems. And another reason is that reports don't match up. They don't tie out. When you run two different reports that should output the same number, they don't. And it's not only confusing, but completely inexplicable as to why. There's oftentimes missing fields or missing records. And it's not clear why that's the case. And I can tell you that we've done a lot of digging into quality control to identify why reports don't tie out. And at the end of the day, oftentimes we throw up our hands and say, we don't know, we can't identify or explain why this is the case. And we've even gone so far sometimes as to go back to the, uh, not just system administrators, but to the companies that run those systems, that built the systems, the, the OEMs, um, and ask them why the reports don't work or tie out. And they oftentimes can't figure out what's going on. So we can get into some examples in another podcast. I think the message that we want to make here is that not only is quality control important, and not only is a lot of quality control important, but I would suggest that the ratio of quality control to actual analysis or development of software applications, if you think about, you have sort of the specking out process where you try to identify what it is you're trying to accomplish, where you're going to get data from, uh, what exactly the output's going to look like, questions you can answer, and all those kind of things, and call that the spec part. Then you have the development or analysis part, and then you've got the quality control. And I think most people think that like 90% of all of this is doing the analysis. Some people probably even think 100%. And the reality is I would suggest that it's probably roughly one-third each, where you spend a third of your time scoping out the project and understanding the requirements and drafting it up in great detail to make sure that you know exactly what you need and you spec out saying, this is what the output is going to be and here's the question we're going to answer and here's what fields we're going to use and where the data is going to come from and all those things so that when it's done and you say, we did exactly what we said we we're going to do, somebody's happy with the output. That's part of it. Then, then there's the analysis part and then there's the quality control. And realistically, you should be spending a comparable amount of time doing quality control as the actual analysis. And I know that sounds absolutely crazy. And it's kind of like, I remember one time I was a sponsored bike racer many years ago. Um, and again, it wasn't like I was professional, but you know, they paid for my races and my gear and stuff like that. And we were at a training camp one year and I had a full-time job. It's just not like, and it wasn't a nine to five. It was a, you know, a professional thing where I had to work 10 hours a day kind of thing plus commuting. And so 
it was very hard to fit in several hours a day of training on a weekday and then five, six, seven hours a day on weekends. And so we're at this training camp and the coach said to us, if you don't have time to stretch, you don't have time to train. If you don't have time to sleep, you don't have time to train. And my response was, well, then what the hell am I doing here? (laughs) I don't even have time to train. How am I going to do these other things also? So understandably, you probably feel like you're in that position, which is how the heck am I going to find time to do quality control and all this extra time specking things out and all that kind of stuff? We don't have time for that. I I don't even have time to do the analysis. But then don't do it because you're wasting your time in your respect. So you will become frustrated. The end users who try to use the output will become frustrated when somebody identifies or finds that there is an error or a problem or something that doesn't make sense, credibility will be lost. And that credibility is very hard to regain. And if people don't trust the data, it's going to be very hard to support having resources to put towards doing analysis and the value of making decisions off of that data and analysis. So the moral of the story is massive amounts of quality control. And in another session, we'll go through like what kind of things we're talking about.